2018 was a crazy year. We started streaming again, we got partnered on YouTube, we got partnered on Twitch, we went full-time in content creation two weeks after getting started streaming, we hit a thousand subscribers on Twitch, we've done incredible. There's been some really, really massive changes that we've made. And so in this episode, we're going to go over all of those changes. I'm going to update you on the podcast and just everything else going forward. So let's, let's do it. What's up, Yam fam? What's up, everyone? It's so good to have you here with me today. I am really excited for this episode. It's going to be a little different than usual. We haven't done a sit-down episode in a minute. It's actually been a long time. If you've been listening to the show, I can't actually remember the last time that we've done a just sit-down one-on-one episode. I, I can't remember. So we are definitely, definitely do. And if you enjoy this episode, hopefully we can do some more in the future because I really like this format. I love the interview format so much and it's so great to stream those and to get a dialogue going between everyone. But these one-on-one episodes for me are just incredibly fantastic too because you get to you get to see a little bit more into behind the scenes of what I'm thinking and feeling and the things that I think could be incredibly helpful for you all coming from like my own perspective right so in this episode what I really want to talk to you about is just we're kind of recapping the year. 2018 was a whirlwind of a year. We ended up getting partnered on YouTube and then going over to Twitch and getting partnered on Twitch in two months. We went full time, I think two weeks after we started streaming. There's a sold out stream coaching business, like everything just kind of exploded for us this year. And so I want to talk a little bit about why that happened and maybe help you figure out how you can make that change happen for yourself as well. So let's get into it. Uh, Wow, I don't even, that was really fast. Did we just start? God mom hello (laughs) so let's just start at the the very beginning first off with the most basic thing we're going to tackle this like social media and then we'll go over four other different sections so right now um i think the things let's talk about wins and then losses and kind of what i'm going to change for 2018 versus 2019 so wins for social media in 2018 absolutely twitter just completely exploded thank you so much to those of you who have been retweeting all the things or recommending this podcast or the youtube videos or the streams to your friends i know that it's it's fantastic it's the biggest accomplishment and i think acknowledgement and and love that a creator can get is that their community is recommending them to other people. And we that takes a lot of the work off of our plate, right? Like I don't have to go out and and buy ad space on <laughs> Instagram or or Twitter. I don't have to like go above and beyond to make that stuff happen because all of you are doing so so much and so much more than i really expected so first off thank you so much for sharing everything there twitter was a massive win for us this year we had millions of impressions i mean i don't even have the numbers here because they're so obscene you know what let's just look them up hang on 
I don't even know if there is a way that we can <laughs> look up 2018, but we'll go to Twitter analytics and see if anything interesting comes up. So that was definitely a win for us. I think 2000 or 2018 Twitter was fantastic. Instagram was not really a massive win for us. Uh, and I think that can absolutely social media wise be categorized into one of our losses. The reason that that happened is mostly because we haven't really focused on that so much. So going into 2019, something I really want to focus on with Instagram is I have this idea. Okay. Tell me if you like this. So my idea is that I am kind of pulling back the curtain on what it's like to be a full-time creator. Now that we've been doing it for, I don't know, a, six, seven, eight months or so now, it's a a very different world not having to go to a job every day, not having to answer to anyone other than myself and you all, of course. So I would love to kind of pull back the curtain on that process and show not only the good things about it, but also the bad things, because I think there are a lot of things that are glossed over. And a lot of people romanticize this idea of going full time on Twitch, YouTube, content creation in general. You think that it's this like beautiful, perfect lifestyle and everyone's posting their Instagram photos of just how perfect everything is, but it's really not like that. There are a lot of things about this job that are incredibly difficult, just like any job. And even though it's absolutely fantastic, I wouldn't trade what I do for the world for anything else. At the same time, I think I have to acknowledge that there's there are absolutely negative parts about it, and that's okay, too. And I think that there's a lot of interesting conversation that we can have about how to go full-time, how to be a full-time creator in a way that is sustainable and is going to to be good for not only your community, but for you as well. So let me know if you think that idea is good. I've tossed it around a little bit because I know that that's very different from what we've done in the past. Uh, Let's go ahead and let me like log into this Twitter analytics real quick. Okay. It looks like we have a 28-day summary. So this is eight days of January. Our top tweet earned 18,000 impressions, which is like, okay. I don't know how to see. Okay. December, 2018 summary, 474 tweets, 1.8 million impressions, 56,000 profile visits, 3,300 mentions. Um, so a lot. (laughs) Okay. I'm really sad. I just tried to uh, look through all of the uh, all of the year for 2018 for tweets but it looks like i can only do it at four months at a time for some reason i thought i could do this over an entire year but i guess not so it looks like october 2nd to december 31st 2018 we earned 4.1 million impressions over 91 days which is decent and it goes into the breakdown of like what the best tweets were and uh, just all of the the smaller numbers just to break things down so that's really great though that means that we made an incredible change on twitter in 2018 going into 2019 i think that we just definitely want to continue what we're doing 
I have the strategy for Twitter where I have a three-step strategy, okay? That is one, asking questions. So you might have seen something similar with the like, hey, hashtag streamers tweets that are going around. Like a decent amount of people are starting to do those now where they are asking questions just to the, to the streaming community. So what I like to do and I think something that I will be more cognizant of in 2019 is going through and asking a single question, not necessarily using the hey streamers like hashtag thing. It's not really my style, but doing more of uh, just general questions to the Twitch community, probably one question a week, uh, one retweetable a week, and then one uh, conversation piece or, or more personal tweet a week. And I think if you can kind of break it down into that along with using some just advertising tweets to talk about your content, I think that's a fantastic way to not overload yourself and to make sure that you're continuing to push content out onto Twitter. Uh, Loss for me in 2018 was absolutely getting overwhelmed with how many people were were responding to everything and then not being able to respond to all of those those grabs for my attention and i think that's something that as you start to see growth as a content creator is absolutely something you need to be aware of because you will hit a certain point where you just can't keep up with the conversation anymore you just can't as much as you want to and as sad as it makes me to say i can't respond to everything you reach a certain point where you just you can't anymore and you can try as much as you can and and i definitely advocate for that but you also have to realize what is going to burn you out and what your own personal limits are some people can respond to all of the things and be totally okay and some people just can't and i think whenever the decision comes down to do i get more youtube videos out more podcast episodes out and more twitch streams up versus do i respond to more comments i think that the the answer should always be get out more of the actual content versus respond to all of the things that are happening. That doesn't mean never respond, but there's definitely more potential in impacting more lives when you do it at scale. And whenever you're responding to one person on social media versus you're making an entire YouTube video that could potentially impact thousands or millions of people, that's a completely different amount of people that you're you're thinking of impacting. That's a different scale of the world that you are having an impact on so i think that the priority should definitely be split between the two but whenever it comes down to i'm feeling like i don't have as much energy which one do i go towards it should absolutely be towards the massive content that you know is going to be not only beneficial to grow yourself but also to help out the people that are in your space because ultimately that's what we're all trying to do right Okay, let's move on to the next section, which is YouTube. Let's talk about losses for YouTube first. There's definitely, I feel like other YouTube creators that are making things for Twitch streamers have kind of figured out their style a little bit better than I have. I feel like video-wise, we definitely figured out our style, which this can be categorized as a win. We've definitely figured out our style for the year. Uh, finally, 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 it took an entire year, but I know that 
the theme ow <laughs> the theme that we want to go for is lighting and playing around with lighting and and making things like super visually aesthetic and not trying to go for these like very fast cuts lots of of changes lots of things happening on the screen i think that style is really great but I mean, B-roll and aesthetic has always been the thing that has been more interesting to me. So that's something that we're definitely focusing on this year. But where was I going with this? I just completely lost my train of thought. Um, awesome. <laughs> okay. So I guess that was definitely a loss for this year was that it took me a long time to figure out what the style was. And it also took me a long time to figure out what, how to get videos to take off in the algorithm. Sometimes it just takes time, but there are definitely videos that I make like why your New Year's resolutions will fail or how to uh, be a better time manager or how to schedule your life. All of the like planning based ones don't seem to get as much attention as the videos that are strictly just focused on how to grow on twitch so i have to figure out a way to talk about the same thing many many times which we've already technically done but how do i make that sexier right how do i make that more interesting for i just people clicking on youtube videos that all comes down to better thumbnails and better titles and i think that's the main weakness versus like our content versus other people another thing would be um the consistency wasn't super on point this year there are definitely opportunities to improve that but a big win was figuring out the style absolutely the style is one of the hardest things i think to figure out on youtube because it has to be so distinct and so different from other people because everyone's got their own style, right? After you've been creating videos for a while, you start to figure out, oh, this is who I am visually. This is who I am as a storyteller. And that on YouTube is so important. On Twitch, not really as important. Like style is great. Having good graphics and aesthetic is cool, but it all comes down to personality. And you can have the best personality in the world, but if you're not delivering value on YouTube, if you're not creating like visually interesting content, it's not going to go as far as you would on Twitch. So that's a huge difference between the platforms that I tried to figure out a little bit more this year. And I think that we did. So going into 2019 with the YouTube channel, something we're absolutely going to be focusing on is improving that aesthetic, adding more B-roll to our B-roll library, kind of uh, fixing up all of the design that we haven't really focused on at all. This is just a thing we need to focus on overall on the just everything on all of the content we haven't focused on the visual side of building a brand we've definitely focused on the content creation side and and getting all of you and and talking to as many people and helping as many people as we possibly can but the visual aesthetic of the content has not been nearly as impressive as it could be so hopefully that will be something in 2019 that we changed and that's absolutely something we're working on right now all right let's talk about the streams so youtube is good streams 
I think <laughs> this was probably one of the biggest wins of the year was getting started once again on Twitch. So for those of you who don't know, I went full-time on Twitch in 2015, and about six months after, I had my biggest sponsor call me on Skype and say, there will be a lot of people who make it on Twitch, but it will never be you. And there's a lot more to that story that I go into in other episodes, but it takes a while, so I don't want to go into all of that here. So I learned as much as I possibly could after that situation because it was extremely negative and, and just toxic for my mental health. And then we started streaming again, May 23rd, 2018. It's been about seven months now. And we slayed it. We came back and, I mean, the, it's it's crazy to see all of the things that we've done. I can't... I can't tell you all enough like how much you have changed my life and how much of an honor it is to be able to impact all of you. I mean, I thank you for letting me do this every single day. I can't I can't express the amount of love that I have for all of you and for this work that I'm doing. So, thank you. <laughs> um we got partnered in two months. You know, we, we've done some amazing things. We covered them a little bit in the intro. A couple of losses with the stream, though, is that I noticed I did start to get a little bit burned out with it. So I talked earlier about getting burned out on YouTube, and there's a YouTube video over that if you want to go and watch it, youtube.com slash Christ. That sucked a lot. Hitting burnout with the stream was pretty different because I still streamed, but it was really hard to get together the energy. So a symptom of burnout for me is absolutely not being conversation or very uh, taxing mentally to come up with uh, just sentences, just to form sentences would take so much emotional labor which sounds ridiculous, I know, but if you've ever been on the verge of burnout, you probably understand what I mean. And especially for content creators, I think this is kind of the reality that we live in is we just work all the time. We we're, we work forever and it's really difficult to not burn yourself out whenever you know that you are the person who is directly in charge of you getting paid you growing your community you helping people you just doing all of the things that a good business owner should be cognizant and aware of right so hitting burnout there was not great i definitely think too that another opportunity for the streams is me like implementing things faster there were times where we would hit a typical where we'd hit a sub goal and it would take a while to be implemented into the stream. So having those things come up faster, being actually prepared for those on the front end before we hit the goals is really important. And so this is something that you can definitely learn from, I think, is whenever you set a goal for your channel, don't wait until you hit that goal to make a plan for fulfillment. Make a plan for fulfillment first before you even put that goal into place. Because the minute you hit a goal, you want to stick with that momentum. When you have momentum for your channel, you want to take that momentum and ride it for as long as you possibly can. Because it is so 
so important. Some of the people who are the largest streamers are people who have learned how to ride their own momentum really well. So definitely keep that in mind just as much as you can going forward with your own channels. And that's definitely something in 2019 that I want to be more aware of as well. As difficult as it is, this has always been my weakness as a streamer is implementing things quickly, doing things very, very fast and staying with the momentum so hang on i have to take a drink of my kombucha okay <laughs> that's definitely something that i want to be more aware of in 2019 is taking more action and just being faster about implementation for the streams let's talk about the stream coach brand overall so the podcast was always meant to be the main show for the stream coach brand i don't know if you all know this i don't know how much i've talked about this but the stream coach brand is a completely separate idea from the ashney christ brand so me doing my own thing on twitter or instagram or twitch doesn't necessarily reflect on what i want to do here so i wanted this distinction i wanted a difference between uh oh <laughs> I wanted a difference between oh no <laughs> so I wanted to <laughs> thank you for the bless yous I wanted a difference between the brands because I know at some point uh, any person who is focusing really hard into a single area is going to want to pivot. So if you're focusing really, really, really hard on a specific niche, you can only serve one niche for so long before you as a human being start to get tired of it and before you want to start to open yourself up a little bit. As with any business, I think really, really, really good businesses, most of them start out serving a specific niche. They do one product really, really, really well or they serve one type of person really, really, really well. And then they expand out because you can't serve one niche only forever and ever and ever. You absolutely can if that's like your biggest passion. You don't want to expand beyond that. But you have to realize that the scope of your growth is limited to the niches that you appeal to. So if you want to continuously see growth, eventually you're going to have to appeal to more and more and more people. However, I love the streaming community. I love everyone so much. I am obsessed with helping streamers. I love the everything about this. I mean, the tech, the entrepreneurship, the marketing, the all of the buzzwords. I love all of that stuff so much that I didn't want to branch out into helping a different demographic without feeling like I had properly served this one first. And so my big idea for that was always Stream Coach. And the Stream Coach brand is started and, and the beginning of it was this podcast. However, that's not the end of it. Like the Stream Coach podcast is just the beginning. So I am currently working with a lawyer to work on contracts for hiring stream coaches. I'm also working on a website. We've got the terms of service for the website and the privacy policy already figured out. So we've got all the like legal stuff down. 
but there's a lot of changes that are going to be coming for the Stream Coach podcast and the Stream Coach brand overall. So a lot of you know that I've been doing this coaching thing. You can go to patreon.com slash ashneychrist to see more information about that. And the coaching is, I mean, one-on-one coaching, group coaching. There's a bunch of different options there. But what I want to do is I want to take everything that I've learned from being a a full-time well, just a stream coach in general for almost a year now and from building this new brand and kind of being the pioneer of this idea. And I want to teach other coaches. So we are very close to hiring coaches. You're going to see a lot of changes with the stream coach brand in 2019. We're going to be super focused on getting uh, coaches hired, building a business, building things out there. There's a lot of of stuff to do on that frontier that I'm really excited about hasn't really been done before in the Twitch community. So I'm really excited to just bring something different to the table. And, you know, once everything there is set up and I'm confident that it can run without me because I've hired like a manager, CEO, plus coaches, plus like salespeople and all of that, then I will move on to a different Uh, business at some point in the future but this is very you know this is maybe a couple of years in the future so not something that you need to immediately worry about right now and the stream coach podcast is never going anywhere this show is going to be here forever and ever and ever and ever you will never get rid of me you can't leave me <laughs> Another thing I wanted to talk about was the stream team. So there are a lot of things that we want to do with the stream team that we haven't really talked about yet. Uh, definitely not publicly, but myself and the stream team manager have been having a lot of meetings behind the scenes and talking about what we want to do with the team and bringing on new people because right now the stream team is good but there's a lot of potential to grow it and i think a lot of people myself included don't understand how much work a stream team actually is once you start it it is a lot a lot of effort and you have to keep building on that and the stream team is definitely not at the place yet where i can completely go and focus on stream coach so i'm having my attention be pulled in a couple of different directions right now with the stream coach brand and trying to build out the coaching platform as well as maintaining all of the content and the community and also building the stream team and building all the other products that will be coming in 2019, which is another exciting thing we're going to talk about in a second. So the stream team, I, I love it. I love everyone on the team. I think we picked literally the best people on Twitch. It's absolutely fantastic. They're will be more applications by the way if you want to apply in the future but we have uh we still have a ways to go with it before i feel fully confident about everything that's going on so i want to add in uh, a few actual sponsors for the team itself i would like to right now we've only got a social media manager and a stream team just full-on manager but i think we need a co-manager because the team is to get to where we want to be with it it's a ton of work i think it's too much work for one person to manage all of and we also need 
a few different things. We need an event manager, a sponsorships manager, and we need uh, one or two community managers just to keep track of the Discord and keep track of what everyone is doing all across the different you know, uh, streams and how sentiment is across just all the people that are actually on the team. In order to grow the team, we need to still make sure that we're maintaining the stream team culture that is in existence right now. I think this is a problem with a lot of teams that I see in the Twitch space is that too many people try to try to grow way too quickly. They try to just immediately uh, they start a stream team, they'll bring on, you know, 60 to 100 people, and then a couple of weeks later, they'll open up applications again. And you can totally do that, but I think at the same time, whenever you do that, you lose that sense of of teamliness. <laughs> you lose that team environment whenever you are doing that with so many people. When you're bringing in a ton, a ton, a ton of people, I mean, the only way that you can create a great team culture is by focusing really, really hard on individual people as you see growth. You can't necessarily do it from when you have thousands of people, right? And there are so many stream teams that do that already. Like you've got um what's the stream team for everyone i can't even remember the name of it that's like how not involved with it i am but uh oh streamers connected there's a bunch of teams that do this and they tried to grow really really quickly and then they lost that sense of getting uh, being able to get to know people right and that's not necessarily what we want for this team. I think being more of a, a medium-sized team and trying to maintain all the relationships and maintain intimacy between all of our teammates as we grow is really important. So we will see how that goes. There are a lot of like different meetings and things that we have planned to bring more people into the the culture and to bring more people into our staff to help us achieve the things and the big goals that we have for the stream team. All right, last but not least, haha, let's talk about the podcast. So as I said, the Stream Coach brand is much bigger than the podcast. But that doesn't mean that the podcast is going anywhere. So we've had a couple of exciting things happen. Uh, wins for this year were definitely just getting <laughs> getting the podcast out and the amazing relationships i've been able to grow and some of you all have been able to grow because of the different people that we've been interviewing and working with for the show so it has has grown relationships just incredibly massively it's it's been huge and it's been so fantastic and that's something we're definitely going to continue in 2019 but i want to pay a little bit more attention to the podcast see i think the problem with interview style podcasts is that especially if you are asking similar questions over and over they become a little bit less bingeable i've found so it really depends on how much time you are putting into listening to podcasts every you know week or every single day as someone who used to listen to them eight to ten hours a day Something that I really disliked were the podcasts that were the were the the host asking the same question over and over. So as much as I love Entrepreneurs on Fire by John Lee Dumas, love you JLD, have so much respect for your work ethic and everything that you've done. I felt like shows like that kind of lose the 
authenticity factor. They kind of lose the the interest factor after a while because you feel like you're not really getting anything different. After you've asked the same questions over and over, you get the same answers. And you realize that everyone is everyone that gets it just gets it. And they're able to take that knowledge and and apply that knowledge in a way that's different from the people who don't really understand content creation yet, right? So there's a difference between people who understand and people who don't. And just because you listen to the people who understand doesn't necessarily mean that if someone says, hey, be consistent, having 15 people say the same thing doesn't really mean that it's going to have quite the same impact on you or doesn't mean that you're at some point going to take that information seriously. But out of all of the podcasts that I listened to, the ones that held my attention the most and helped me understand the most about content were the people that would switch up the format. So they would do, yes, absolutely, they would do interviews, but there were also solo episodes like this one, or there were roundtable episodes where we would have you know multiple people on the show. There would be uh, examples of them public speaking, like being at events. And I think seeing that, all of those different sides of a person made it so easy to begin to understand content creation for me because I was able to see a person or people who I really respected and who I felt like really understood, but in so many different environments. And so it gives you a a better picture of what it actually takes to seek success as a creator, which I know is what so many of you want to do. Like so many of you listening right now, you would, you'd kill to be able to stream full time and, and be a, you know, YouTube full time and have a podcast full time to do all of the things that we talk about here. And we interview all these amazing people about, but you might be missing a little bit of context without me going in depth into maybe my own strategies or what we're we're building with our staff or the different like ways to monetize everything that we're doing how to build a business how to be a creator how to be a just a better person because that's such a big part of it too and that's definitely something that i want to bring to the podcast in 2019 is kind of giving you a, a fuller picture of what it means to be a full-time creator. So let me know if you like that idea. Tweet at me or something and and let me know how how you feel about that because this is still very much something and an idea that I want to build with all of you, not just something that I want to do on my own, not just something that I, I want to, you know, do the thing and hope people like it. I would love to have some kind of feedback. If you haven't already, you can also leave a comment for us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on let me know how you feel about the show if you feel like there's some things that need to be improved you can definitely let me know there that's a fantastic place to do it too like i said the podcast will always be here the also the youtubes the streams will always be here the the free content is here forever and ever and ever a couple of things just to round this entire episode out that we will be focusing on as well is one more youtube collabs and two creating products so youtube collabs is definitely an opportunity that i've noticed and i should have talked about this in the youtube section but there's so much opportunity for us to create videos with other youtube creators so people that 
are making, you know, more Twitch tip videos or are helping streamers or even people that aren't necessarily targeting streamers, but are still helpful for the streaming demographics. So I've been talking to people like Pat Flynn and Tim Schmoyer and uh, other people that I feel like would be really helpful, but are a little bit outside of the Twitch community. And we've been talking about doing collaborations. So we're going to, we're going to, going to, try to approach that a little bit more in 2019. I think that's going to be something that will be incredibly important. And it's just going to be a lot more fun, too. It's going to be really fun to start working with creators. We've done that a lot on the podcast. But other than that, we haven't really done any YouTube collabs. Not not really too many. We haven't done a ton of collabs with streaming because it's been completely just chatting and podcasts you can kind of count the podcast interviews because we do film those live but it's not quite the same as doing collabs while streaming and maybe playing a game together right so that's going to be something that we definitely look into doing in in this year and then creating products okay so this is the last thing we're going to end on this note I love just creating content, but I know there are a lot of you who kind of want to go a little bit deeper with the relationship, right? And if you want to do that, I want to give you the, you know, as as many opportunities, I want to fulfill all of the needs that I can. And I feel like one of the needs that has been relatively neglected has been people that want to learn at their own pace. We don't really have a version of that. There's the podcast, YouTube videos, all that stuff, and that's fantastic. But sometimes people want it a little bit more organized, more professional, more uh, even more collaborative in this respect. So like collaborative products. But it's definitely something that I realize has been an unserved need for the Yam fam and for all of us has been we we need to be able to approach this with a little bit more professionalism, right? So I've been thinking about ebooks and courses and we currently are in the writing stages of an ebook. It's about halfway done right now. We've got courses that I've planned out with some pretty amazing people. So Kitty Plays being one of those. We've got something coming. I've talked to uh, Cauliflower. So Kayla, our number one Khaleesi about something. We have some really big things that are being planned. And I think one of my main goals for this year is traveling a lot for collabs. So filming courses or or writing, you know, books in collaboration with these other creators that have been doing this for a while and have seen some amazing success and are able to teach that success and then also making some kind of of content with them as well. So doing maybe a, a small YouTube series of three or four videos and then having a course too or having, you know, whatever else we think is is right and is appropriate. So I'm really excited for that. I think that's gonna be really fun. And I'm really excited to go and like visit other creators and talk to them about their process and just extract as much information as I can because I'm I'm still very much learning as well. I know that it probably seems like I ha- have a lot of this stuff figured out because so much of it is so much of this knowledge I think is transferable between so many different industries and I can learn a ton from 
massive entrepreneurs, but at the same time, there's still a lot that I'm learning and I'm definitely always open to learning more. So if you have any knowledge for me, any feedback for me, don't, you know, don't hesitate to reach out and tweet at me or DM me or something and we can have a conversation because I, my main goal is to just help you all as much as I possibly can. And me learning from other people is only going to help that process along and ultimately help all of us grow together more, which is the goal of the entire Yam fam. Like we're not here just to see any single individual grow. This is not a community that we're just going to help out the people who are already seeing success. This is very much not a pyramid scheme. This is not a place where people who uh, are deemed more important by the rest of the community can come to get just more attention for themselves. This is a space where everyone is learning and growing together. And even if you do like have a decent amount of attention already, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're just going to be like thrown in with everybody else and you're viewed as a peon and you, you don't really matter. It's definitely a space where if you have, uh, if you have extensive knowledge about a particular subject, like, yeah, absolutely come in and talk to us and teach us because all of us ultimately in order to grow, we need to learn. We need to, we need to know as much as we can possibly know. So if you have any knowledge you'd like to share with us, please come into our discord, talk to us and, and help us out. There are a lot of people that, you know, would like to share information as well, or probably need to be helped by you. So if you have, you know, any inclination, if you're an educator yourself, feel free to come in and hang out with us and DM me and be like, hey, yo, girl, we both teach stuff. Let's teach stuff together. And I'll be like, yeah, let's film a YouTube video. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this was a very unorganized episode. I... <laughs> Like I said, it was going to be really random, completely unorganized. I meant to say that in the beginning and I just, I forgot as I was talking, but yeah, very unorganized, very just sit down and I'll just talk and see what happens and see what comes out. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that this entertained you or, or brought, you know, a spark of inquisition into your brain while you are at the gym or on your drive home i really appreciate all of you for listening and hanging out with me don't forget to go and follow everything at ashney christ instagram twitter youtube obviously the podcast twitch everywhere if you haven't already heading into 2019 we're gonna be i mean i say that it's like midway through 2018 now but if you if uh if you would like to follow us i would really appreciate it uh there are gonna be a lot of things that we do this year that are just i'm really excited about we're gonna do a lot of great things so keep us on your plate keep us in your mind leave a comment on the podcast platform you are listening on if you can and if not just subscribe and hang out with me all right uh, and we'll <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying anymore okay subscribe i love you all so much thank you for just everything in 2018 here's to 2019 cheers